0: trade rumors, and mock drafts. Welcome to Draft Week here on the Locked On Vikings Podcast. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Draft Week on the Locked On Vikings podcast. It is so great to be here. I am your host, your pal, and the kid you copied off in math class. My name is Luke Braun. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL. You go on the show on Twitter at Locked On Vikings. You can listen to this show anywhere you find your favorite podcasts, including YouTube, maybe even Amazon Fire or Roku if you download the Locked On Minnesota Sports app on those smart TVs. Thank you so much for making Locked On Vikings your first listen of the day every day. And a special shout out to my hashtag, everydayers. Love you all. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off of your first month. It is Mock Draft Monday. That's going to be the bulk of the show. But I also wanted to start with a little bit of a rumor roundup. Look, there are a lot of people, this is draft week, all right? And I know there are a bunch of you who are just now kind of coming in and, you know, you haven't haven't, haven't been eat, sleep, drink NFL draft <laughs> 24-7 for the last two months. Uh, good for you. Probably a healthier choice. Let me catch you up on the rumors. Uh, so here's what we've heard so far and, and where I think we're at on certain things. Um, the Vikings are pretty in on the quarterback market seems to me like they're in really hard on someone. I don't know who that is, but they're pretty hard in pretty hard on someone. There's a lot of buzz about the Vikings possibly making a move up for a quarterback. I think that is absolutely something. Don't, don't tune out picks like 8 through 15 if, if a quarterback's falling. Maybe even higher if they want to get super wild. So how do they trade up for that? Because they are missing a second-round pick. They traded that for T, TJ Hawkinson. Um, so how do they do that, right? Well... They do have draft picks next year and can probably make most of the deals you're thinking of work there until you get up to the the four, five, three range. Um, but also there are players that could be traded that could help sweeten that deal. Namely, the players I would be watching out for are Dalvin Cook and Zedaria Smith. Most people uh, have been talking about that. There's a little bit of talk about Daniil Hunter. Um, but I do need to correct myself on something that I said. Last time I talked about Daniel Hunter's like possibly being traded on draft day, it's really hard to see it happening. Like you really got to squint. Um basically Hunter's contract if traded because so much prorated bonus has been spread out off into the future and void years and all that. Um all of that would accelerate and you would essentially lose all of those savings that you did with like restructures and stuff. And his cap hit would actually balloon beyond what it is now, even though you'd shed some base salary. So his cap hit would would get bigger by the to the tune of like five and a half million, I think, or five million, something like that. And the Vikings only have one and a half million in cap space, so they would have to do a corresponding cap clearing move before the draft. Now, if you see that cap clearing move, then they're they're making way for that to be uh, a possibility. But if draft night starts and and they haven't like restructured a contract or something, then you, you can kind of say, all right, they're not. That, that's then that's like physically not possible, but even if they wanted were so motivated seems kind of weird to me to uh, move a player make him more expensive for what a second round pick third round pick. What a, if you're giving me two firsts, we can talk about that, but that feels like something that probably would have had to be negotiated right now. So I don't I, I don't think you need to keep an eye on Daniel Hunter this week. Uh, and I think if if there are extension talks or whatever going on, I would expect that kind of thing to happen after the draft. Same with Cedarius Smith, who, if you missed it, requested his release at the beginning of the offseason. The Vikings denied that request and said, hey, let's try to get something worked out. But whatever that working out, whatever, however that process goes, probably a post-draft thing. The draft is occupying more of their attention right now. Uh, Dalvin Cook is really the one that I see as the most likely piece to be traded, but um, you know, there's a lot of rumor, and there's a lot of like reading into the words of his agents and stuff. And does he even think he's going to be here? I'm not sure. Uh, but I, what I my my tinfoil hat theory. I put on the tinfoil hat uh, last week, or maybe the week before, um, and essentially posited that the Vikings have sort of worked out a trade ahead of time for Dalvin Cook that just depends on how the board falls. And my best guess would be that this trade is something like, you know, it's probably some team that really likes Bijan Robinson and maybe Jameer Gibbs and says, if, Hey, if I don't get either of those two guys, then I'll trade for Dalvin cook. But I want to make sure I don't, if I can take one of those two guys, I'd rather take one of those two guys. But if I miss out on those two guys, yeah, then let's do this cook trade, but you know, we'll, we'll get it all worked out ahead of time. So we can just push the button on the day. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Dalvin cook move on draft week. Um, I think if he doesn't move on draft week, then I guess the rumors that they might cut him. Uh that that could happen as well. Uh, but I, I think that a move this weekend is uh, very much in the cards. That's where I think I'm at on rumors. They love the 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 quarterbacks, and I also think if they do strike out on on whatever quarterback they love, and maybe that guy's CJ Stroud, and then that guy, and then he goes second overall because somebody traded up with the Texans that they couldn't compete with, and then you go, all right, well, that was our guy. Then I think they look to trade down, possibly all the way out of the first round. They might trade down like a lot. Uh, so be emotionally prepared if you're the kind of person that gets really cranky if you stay up for the whole draft night and then the Vikings don't pick in the first round. Super possible. Be be emotionally prepared for that, all right? Have your, your Lunesta ready. So with that said we're gonna do a mock draft Monday uh, the the rules for this this is the last mock draft I'm doing uh, one more all right and then and then we can be done with these mock drafts for people who are sick of it uh, my rules for this I use the PFN mock draft simulator I usually have restrictions on oh I can't take guys that I've been like talking about a lot or whatever none of that this is the last one before that I want the whole board open and I want to do this you know if the uh, if the draft board falls, this way or that way. I want to make this as true a simulation as possible. What would I do in this situation? Um, And the first thing I would do, so I'm going to try to simulate the Vikings best I can. I'm going to to do my best quasi impression, which is I think that if a quarterback that I like falls to 10, and I'll go over all the quarterbacks in a little more depth later in the week. Um, I've already gone over most of them in other shows too, if you want to just go listen now. But I am. If if one falls to ten, I'm going to try to trade up with the Eagles. Uh, and if none of them fall to ten, I'm almost certainly going to trade back. So I'm probably not going to trade, or I'm not going to pick at twenty three. And honestly, I really wouldn't expect the Vikings to pick at twenty three. I don't. I don't think Trader Quasi is going to put his uh, take his his trading hat off. <laughs> so I'm going to click start on this draft, and right away I have. Uh, an interesting, uh, thing going on here, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud and Will Levis all went in the top four and the order you usually hear about it. Now, what's interesting about this again with the rumor roundup thing, there's a lot of talk about the Texans not liking CJ Stroud because CJ Stroud has the same agent as Deshaun Watson and there's a little bit of baggage there. So eh, something to keep in mind, um, and and I think the idea of CJ Stroud falling within striking distance is a lot more plausible than it felt maybe three weeks ago. I don't I don't still don't think it's probable because I think if he falls to three or maybe somebody else trades up to two and takes him at two or whatever. Uh, in this particular simulation, he went at two, whatever. Um, so I'm sitting at at pick six right now, hoping that Anthony Richardson, who is the only QB left, will fall. We're sitting at pick eight, and I'm feeling it. I want it. Bijan goes at eight. If I got the Bears on the clock at nine. If he falls, I'm doing it. I love Anthony Richardson, and it happened. Um, all right, so we're going to try to trade. We got Anthony Richardson on the board at ten, and it doesn't. Even, none of these picks feel weird. We have Will Anderson going to the Cards at three, Christian Gonzalez at five. I actually think that's that's a perfect pick for them. Uh, Tyree Wilson, Jalen Carter at Bijan in the top ten doesn't sound that crazy. Bears take a tackle. That's it. So I am going with a trade. I usually wouldn't do this with, um, this simulation. Let's see if I'm going to take it. Uh, it, it's been accepted. Okay. I usually wouldn't do player trades with these simulators. Cause I think the value is all off, but, uh, I was just talking to locked on Eagles, Gino, uh, Camiller from Lockdown locked on Eagles. And I was saying, Hey, if the Vikings called you up with a QB on the board and said, we'll give you pick 23 next year's first and Dalvin cook. Uh, just to just to come up to 10. Would you do it? And he was like, oh yeah, we'd slam that. we love that. And I love that. For a quarterback and you only have to give up one guy and a dude you're trying to trade anyways, let's do it. And the trade has been accepted and I am slamming Anthony Richardson, baby. Got him at 10. This is my ideal scenario, by the way. I think the only thing I like better than this is if it's CJ Stroud instead of Richardson, which... Very pie in the sky. I love this scenario. I know that means we don't pick a lot more. We're not going to get to trade down. We don't get to solve all our other cornerback things. And the roster will have holes right now, and that's just going to have to be okay for a year. Um, because this dude sets you up, I think, and he gets a year a year to develop. So the book on Anthony Richardson is, um, he's your, your young but raw, You know, young, really talented. I, and when I say really talented, I mean like a better athlete than Josh Allen. Like wild athleticism, literally historic, uh, scored a 10 on the RAS, which means he's just he's breaking the sample. He's breaking the data. He's he's so far outside of it. And you can especially see that in scramble situations. Um, but more than that, I think he's a much more talented passer than he's getting. And, and I shouldn't say talented. I'm a, a, a much better passer. I like the most generic word possible. Better. Uh, passer than he's getting credit for. I think he reads the field better than he's getting credit for. His accuracy is definitely the primary issue. Um, I see that as a little more fixable because I think it's more of a a drill his footwork thing. And for more detail on that, again, you can listen to the other episode and I'll talk about it more later in the the, the week. But I, I think that he is definitely somebody who can be molded. And even if he isn't molded, The floor for him is doing the Justin Fields Bears thing where he just makes all kinds of crazy plays with his legs. Uh, And look, you can't live that way on offense if you just have that. But it does kind of give you something exciting in the meantime while he hopefully figures out his accuracy and stuff. Um, and, and even if you can get him to just be a modest passer, I think you have a, a a very, very strong quarterback and you have a genuine superstar if you can get him past that. And I really think you can, I'm really into Anthony Richardson. I think he should go in the top five. Wouldn't be surprised to see the Texans take him at two or better, more accurately. If the Texans took him at two, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. That makes sense. Uh, if the Panthers took him at one, I would have been like, yeah, I get it. Although Bryce Young is probably going to be the pick there. That's been, that cat's a little bit out of the bag. Um, so we did great. Problem is, we got got to go to 87 to pick next. Um, But I didn't have to lose 87. I didn't have to do a second next year or anything like that. Thankfully, Dalvin Cook was the kicker. And again, I would only do that in the sim because I talked to Locked On Eagles and they said that that they would be into that. So I'm trusting that perspective and saying that the, the Eagles would say yes. I certainly would say yes to that. We got our QB. We would love to see it. (laughs) So uh, for pick 87 and onward, maybe I'll trade down, try to get some extra capital next year or anything. But now I don't need to be so worried about trading up next year or whatever. And honestly, I don't really like a lot of the guys in this class. So I I don't feel like we've missed out on this huge great opportunity or anything like that. But we'll handle all of that right after I bring you a word from the sponsor of today's episode, which is BetterHelp. Uh, BetterHelp is therapy online. And therapy... I just want to encourage as many people as possible to do therapy. Um, even if you feel like everything is great, even if you're like, well, I don't have any problems, I'm not like mentally dealing with, even if all of that stuff is true, I always see therapy as a way to improve yourself. It is it is a journey to find a better version of you. And who doesn't want that? Um, you know, a lot of people will, will go to therapy and then, at, at the behest of someone and then they don't like the first therapist they try and you know it's a bad experience um a lot of therapists won't be right for you and i think a lot of therapists might just be bad and that's okay you, you have to try a few extra which which better help actually has resources to help you do uh to bounce between a bunch of people set up a bunch of consults really find something that that works for you and go on that journey of self-improvement Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today, and you can get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash on. Thanks a million for making Locked On Vikings your first listen of the day. Hashtag every day or sound off. Love you guys. Uh, come on by on Thursday night. During the draft on the Locked On Vikings YouTube channel, I'll be streaming. I'll be live. Um, we'll be here just reacting to things. I won't be able to like play it. So have the the draft on TV, and then just you know pull me up. We'll we'll, we'll chit chat a little bit. You can come ask me questions or just chat about whatever's going on. Uh, should be a very good time. So I have a trade offer here at pick eighty seven. I've got an offer from the Ravens for pick eighty seven. All the way down to pick 124. So going down deep into the fourth round. And I give up pick 211. So I'm giving up quite a bit, but I get a third next year. I think I'm going to say no to this. And I think I'm just going to pick someone. But I am certainly tempted. I think I'm going to say no to this. Uh, And maybe I'll try to trade down a little bit more modestly. Like, What if the Bills wanted to come up from 91 for something? Let's see if I can't eek something else out of this because I'm just so strapped for little resources. Let's see if I can't eek pick 205 out of this. Nope, they didn't let me do it. Um, what if I went down a little bit further? This is what I do when I do the, the draft sims. I'm like, well, let's try maybe the Cardinals at 96. Let's see if I can go down to 96 and grab a six out of that. Yeah, they let me do it. Okay, so we're going to grab a sixth out of that, and then we'll see who is left here on the board. It's it's Of course, it's very uh barren by now. But this is kind of the world where like I really just don't care at this point what happens. Uh because I got my my quarterback. And everything else is window dressing here. We'll get some depth pieces and see if we can't get somebody at uh pick 96, which is where we're at now. Ooh, we could go down and get pick 116 and 147. A third for a fourth and a fifth. Uh nah. I think I gotta pick somebody else that I can like at least expect to contribute to my football team. And that guy, that somebody else is going to be a hashtag my guy. I am way too into Jonathan Mingo, I think for my own good. Um, he's a big body dude. I've talked about him a ton on this podcast, big body guy. I, I think he's faster than he looks on tape. He tested faster than he looks on tape. And there are points on tape where you can see that speed. But I, I think he was running at 80% a lot because of his quarterback and it tricked people into thinking he was slow. And then he also lined up in line and did a lot of tight end things, and he blocks like a tight end. In the run game, it's like having another tight end, and it's just like awesome. Uh, and he just wasn't asked to do as much spread stuff because that's just not what Ole Miss runs. And I don't think that they had the talent elsewhere on their team to run things that made a better use of his skill set. So I think he's a little bit of a hidden gem. Um, and and there, there's reasons why it didn't come out, uh, but I think if you ask him to do more stuff in the NFL, uh, I, I think you'd find some success there. So... Anyways, going all the way now to pick 119, I can actually move back two picks and pick up a seventh rounder from Jacksonville. Uh, that feels fantastic. I accept. So we'll move back two more picks. Oh, that oh, that actually hit me really hard. I was looking at Makai Garner from LSU. Well, I actually I I have him a little bit lower on my on my list here. I, I do really need to get some depth corners here. Um and you know what I'm going to do? We're sitting in the fourth round, and I've got a fourth round grade on. This is a guy a lot of you like. I know from the uh, third, the day three con- contest, it's, oh, man, I actually see both. I see Riley Moss. I see Rajon Wright and Terrell Smith are all on the board here. And I actually think they might stay on this board a little bit longer just from um, – where they're ranked on like the PFN Bid big board. They see these guys more as fifth-round picks, but I disagree. So I'm going to go ahead and take hashtag, uh, some hashtag my guys. I'm going to take Rajon Wright. I'm just talking through this kind of live here. I'm going to take Rajon Wright. He's hashtag my guy. I, I have a fourth-round grade on him. I love the way he played against Jordan Addison, really good and physical. He can get a little bit too physical and get flagged at times, and I think he's falling a lot because he didn't test. Thumb injury, nothing that's going to jeopardize his his career or anything like that. It just was enough to make it so we don't have that data. And I'm not worried about that data. I, I saw nothing that – no no athletics concerns that showed up on tape for me. So I'm more than happy to uh, slam him and say at least he's depth at the corner position. And I know we've got a really, really barren corner position. The Vikings have talked up their, their corners a lot. It could just be smoked before the draft. It's like, no, 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 we definitely won't take a corner uh, but you know they've talked up Booth and Evans and even seen as kind of a, a, a versatile D back. They've talked up those guys a lot as starters, and so I'll kind of take them on their word at that. Okay, you guys really like that guy. Well, you know we'll, we'll get Rajon right and add him to the equation, and hopefully we don't have to worry too bad about that. There's also Corey Trice. I could just double up here. Corey Trice out of Purdue. A lot of people really like him. I don't know him all of that well. Uh, but he is one of the guy. He's 6'3 206, but somebody that people feel pretty good about in the slot as well. Um, yeah, screw it. Let's snag him. I'm gonna take him. Uh got got a couple of corners in the in the the building here. An extra sixth. Got my quarterback of course i am feeling excellent no i don't have a first round pick next year but who cares i got my qb right i'm I'm like buzzing on that so we're gonna go deeper into day three here that was my fifth round pick by the way 158 so i've got my two sixth round picks left and then we can kind of wrap things up uh once the sim finishes getting all the way down to the 200s (laughs) moving right along here we finally made it on uh mock draft monday on the Locked On Vikings podcast. Just doing a little mock draft simulator here. Talked a little bit about some of the rumors as well of of what we're willing to trade or not. I've got picks at 211 and 213. I, I made a slight trade down in um, the third round to, to get an extra sixth rounder, which is what we're up to here. Um, we have a lot of interesting quarterbacks on the board. And I don't have to worry about it. Boy, does that feel great to not have to like talk yourself into Jake Hayner or whatever, Aiden O'Connell or whatever. Um, I, what I will say, though, is, as we're doing work, I, I, I'm kind of talking rumors a little bit here, too. Um, if the Vikings do, do strike out, let's say Anthony Richardson didn't fall to where I could trade up for him, um, then they, they're almost certainly going to take a quarterback at some point. I would be very surprised to see the Vikings leave the draft with no more quarterbacks. So if they do strike out, you could see one of these fifth round Aiden O'Connell types. Dorian Thompson Robinson is a guy I really like. Jaron Hall is a really popular one. I intend to watch soon. Um, kind of as you know, a lottery ticket guy, and you're you're not really expecting. You're not changing your quarterback plan. Um, you're just kind of, well, what if I we accidentally stumble backwards into the right guy, right? Uh, and that lottery ticket, because, you know, I'm sitting in the sixth round at this point, you know, we're, we're giving up B.J. DuBose's and I, I don't need a B.J. DuBose so bad that I can't afford to like take that extra swing at quarterback. But I've taken my big swing at quarterback, so I don't need to do this. I can just kind of grab whatever I want in terms of depth. I do want another rotational piece. Let's see if there are any, there are some that people like Travis die. People like he's Troy Dye's brother. Um, he's, I think a little bit more of a reader than he is an athlete. I, he, he tested pretty bad as an athlete, um, Mo Ibrahim is another one that's more of a reader, but he's like old and he's injured and, and what can he be, but you know what? Yeah, I'm going to let's pander to the Minnesotans. I'm going to take the gopher here in the sixth round as a running back, add him to the committee. I'm not asking him to, you know, carry the ball 30 times a game or anything like that. I'm just going to give him a few snaps here and there to, to spell. We're going to do this Madison, Ty Chandler, Wongu, Ibrahim, and just get these guys all kind of going a little bit. Um, the the way the Vikings ha- have adjusted their offense does definitely feel like something that doesn't necessarily need to be tailored around one guy and one guy's skill set, you know. So I think getting in a, a few extra numbers and that many more guys to prepare for can be helpful. There's probably another running back that's like way better that was on the board that I missed, but I'm just not too familiar with these late guys anymore. Uh, and we have one final pick here. And I don't really know what I want to do with it. I'm looking at who is available on the board, who's up at the top on the board. And there's not really any names that I recognize from all of your stuff. Oh, here's one. Um, on for Orgie, orgy. Uh, the linebacker out of Vanderbilt, who is a high motor kind of guy, like a, a, a big try hard linebacker sometimes uh and he's just like really really raw good body i think he tested okay too so uh yeah we'll take him and that that kind of motor effort kind of guy tends to make teams on special teams too so we can be we can feel okay about him making teams on special teams i'm sure that there's way better guy somebody's draft crush is on the board here and i just don't recognize the name because i didn't get too deep into these um oh of course i also have Pick 216, which I got with that small trade down in round four. Yeah, and I got screwed out of a corner that I kind of like. But I, I did end up getting Rajon, who is very much hashtag my guy. Um, let's see. I, I could use one more big dude in the, one more D tackle uh, in the room. Actually, no. they need If they need depth at anything, they need depth at receiver now. I got two, two corners, but... They need I mean, they they just need more receivers just to get to camp. So let's see what they got for receivers. I don't really see anybody that I recognize We're we're deep in it here. We're at pick 226. We got this one from the Jaguars. So this is very much a uh, just take a flyer kind of guy. Oh, you know what? There's this Arkansas Matt Landers guy, uh, 6'4", 4'3", 7'40", there's some weird character things I want to look into that I'm not sure about, uh, but I'll, I'll I'll take him here and we'll just say this was a throwaway. And if he totally flames out because he's a head case or whatever, that's fine. Um, Yeah, this works out for me. This is a draft I feel phenomenal about. I mean, once I got Anthony Richardson, I, I was going to feel phenomenal basically no matter what. Uh, But... And and even though I had an undrafted grade, like I don't think I would draft Matt Landers in a real world where I was like really familiar with all these guys. I'd almost certainly have someone I like better. But hey, grabbing a depth receiver, camp body almost, this is a priority free agent that you're just getting out ahead of, feels pretty good. So let's wrap this up. Uh, Anthony Richardson was my first pick. Of course, I don't have a first round pick in 24. Oh, well, got my quarterback. Uh, And I dumped... Dalvin Cook's contract, which we were trying to do anyway, so that feels great. Got Jonathan Mingo, that's hashtag my guy. Got Rayjean Wright, that's hashtag my guy. Corey Trice has gotten a, a good amount of pride. do like Brett Coleman really likes him, so I feel pretty good about getting those two corners at 121 and 158. That feels like good value for those guys. I also might be way too high on those guys. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm way less familiar with those guys than I am with the, the CBs at the top. Mo Ibrahim uh, mostly did that to pander to Minnesotans. You're welcome. <laughs> and then Anthony orgy and matt landers as a couple of we don't know if these guys are going to be anything but you're in the 200s at that point so whatever um feels pretty good man love that draft it, hopefully I've, I've gone over most of the rumor that's happened but really what we're looking at on day one is okay are they trading for a quarterback once the top four quarterbacks are gone i don't know which guy they're really high on but it's I'd be really surprised to find out that they weren't super in on at least one of them. Once whoever that guy is gone, I think they immediately start picking up the phone and trying to trade back. And they might even have one already set up. And it's just a matter of if the other team likes the board enough or or whoever they were trying to trade up for, you know, whether or not that guy falls. Um, So we'll see where all of that ends up. But that's really where we're at in the draft. So. Tomorrow is Twitter Tuesday, so you can get me all your other draft questions in. I want to make sure I answer what you guys are thinking about this week. Uh, and then Wednesday and Thursday, I'll go over the corners and the quarterbacks. And then Thursday night, we're doing the draft. I will have shows going uh, up. Of course, Friday morning, like usual, recapping day one. And then, yes, Saturday morning, recapping day two. Sunday morning, recapping day three. And then the following Monday morning, recapping the undrafteds and, and probably some more general draft thoughts. Um so we're going all the way through the weekend here. So make sure you got your phone handy. You will have shows in your pocket. And then I'll take a couple days off too. So if you're like a listen to, to it on the commute thing and you just want to hear some recaps, you can just wait till Monday and Tuesday where, or Tuesday and Wednesday, I guess, where, where I won't have shows up. So that's going to be where uh, this draft goes. So get ready for eight shows in a row because we're doing it. This is the first one. All right. See you all for the next one. And as always, skull.